When you stop growing, you start dying. Um, that's attributed to William Burroughs. So uh, this is something we hear about in small business and in business in general. If we're not growing, we're we're dying and there's some catastrophe going on. And And I wanted to talk a little bit about what it means for small business owners when we talk about growth. Uh, we like to think about growth as a, as a positive thing, but it also comes uh, with a certain amount of risk. And I think with a certain amount of, of thought, we can use this topic to our advantage. So we, you know, we get this idea in our head that we have to grow and we set our sights on some arbitrary target and do what we're supposed to do, air quotes, supposed to do. Um, but what happens when we get there and what we're doing turns out to be uninteresting or isn't consistent with what we wanted as a small business owner, um, then we end up rationalizing our discomfort with uh, things like, well, that's just the way business is. That's what business is like. Or my personal favorite, that's just part of the job. Um, so it's time to roll up our sleeves and get to work. Hi, I'm Stephen Krause, and this is Up and to the Right, the no-nonsense podcast where we blend your passion with proven business principles and practical action. This isn't about buzzwords or short-term trends. This is about taking proven principles and using them to create unique solutions that are applicable to your business, your situation. Um, and this is episode 32, uh, Does Your Business Really Need to Grow? So there's a lot going on in the world, I know that, and uh, I don't want to trivialize that, but I'm not going to talk about current events. There are plenty of people out there doing that, uh, and they're far more qualified than I am. Uh, so we're just going to sit back and talk about business growth and what it means for small business owners. Um, the uh, couple of announcements, yeah, we're switching to uh, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Mountain Time uh, for, for this uh, show. Um, I will look at the comments and questions at the end of the show, as I've talked about before. I have to switch back and forth uh, in my notes to go through that. And uh, uh, I, I don't want to interrupt the flow of the program to, to do that at this point. Um, a couple other things had, nope, I guess that's it. Um, it is raining, snowing, all kinds of water here. I do have a leak in the roof. So we got this whole awesome new, uh, studio set up and, uh, we've got this leak, which I've got a bucket under. So hopefully there's no, <laughs> no problem, but it's not leaking on any equipment. So that's a, that's a plus. Um, but if you do hear dripping, that's uh, just uh, ambiance, I guess. Uh, so today we're going to talk about what it means to, to grow as a small business and kind of get our head around how we can use our sales and marketing strategy to uh, achieve the kind of growth that we really want. And so the principles that we really want to focus on today are acting with intention and planning. And both of those things will really help us achieve more results that are more aligned with what we want as business owners uh, uh, than if we kind of just run amok and just grow, you know, just whatever that means to you. So the heretical question in the first place is, do we really need to grow? And it, it might seem kind of like a no-brainer that, of course, we need to grow. Um, but it's worth putting some thought into. And so that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today is what kind of thought do we put into our growth model 
and and uh, what do we do once we have have gotten our heads around what we're thinking about it? How do we go about implementing that in a way that's meaningful that'll help us get to where we want to be? Um, so there are a few types of growth that you know I, there are more than this, but I, I wanted to throw some out just as food for thought. Um, there's sales per customer, so you know how many times does a customer buy from you? Um, an easy analogy here is is if you have a customer who's buying, um, let's say you're running a coffee shop, and the customer comes in once a week to buy a coffee. Um, how do we get them to come in once a day to buy coffee instead of once a week? More sales per customer. Um, more valuable sales per customer. Well, maybe like me, your customer comes in and buys black coffee, which is, you know, the lowest margin thing that you have. Well, how do you get me to come in and buy a latte or something that has a higher margin? Um, so more valuable sales per customer. More customers. Obviously, the more customers you have, the more sales you can make. Um, and so how do we achieve that? We get more customers. Um, there's always growth through acquisition. That's another one. That one's a little, uh, can be more more difficult for small business owners that don't have the capital or the financial resources to go after another, uh, an acquisition of a business, you know, purchasing a business or acquiring a business. Um, and then adding revenue streams. So if you're, um, if you're making and selling coffee, uh, again, and then you go back to, well, let's, um, let's sell, um, the syrup that you put in coffee and let's put it on a shelf or let's sell mugs or, or something like that. How do you add a revenue stream? Uh, so those are some types of growth, some methods to achieving growth and, and, they aren't all the same thing and they don't all result in the same outcome for a small business. And so that's kind of what we're going to try to get our head around uh, is how do you use each one of those or others as appropriate for your own business to achieve the goals that you want to achieve as a small business owner? All right. So where do you want to be? And that's the question that we really have to ask before we start talking about what kind of growth is important or valuable to you as a small business owner. Uh, it, it is perfectly reasonable not to want a bigger business. And if you're sitting there thinking or standing or whatever, probably sitting on a couch, whatever right now, self-isolating, um, the, the, if, if you're sitting there thinking, well, if I don't grow, I'm going to die or my business is going to die, um, then the natural progression is that, that you, your business has to get bigger. And that's what I want to get us to think about is, does that, is that really the necessary outcome? Uh, if you don't want a bigger business, if a bigger business doesn't achieve what you want to achieve as a small business owner, then by all means, let's not target that. Bigger isn't always better. Let's figure out what that means to you and then work to achieve what you want versus what this random bigger means to everyone else or what we perceive it to mean. Um, so, you know, you could have a completely different goal. You could want to work half time or you could want to um, 
have uh, a goal of having a very profitable business centered around a very select clientele. And there are lots of businesses that only do high-end business with select groups of people, and that's their business model. And, and there's also the business model of the more the merrier, right? All of that comes with risk, okay? Um, and we're not going to go into the risks and benefits of each business model today. We would have an all-day all day, uh, live stream, but, um, but there are risks and benefits to each of those business models, and that's part of what we'll, we'll talk about uh, or part of what needs to be considered as you design your own future, as you design your own business future. So um, that's the question that you need to answer is where do you want your business to be? And uh, so planning what you want to achieve, how do we get our heads around what that means? Um, we don't want to get caught up in the need for, for uh, revenue growth and that's the only consideration instead of deciding what kind of business we want to be and where we want to be as individuals and business owners at the end of a given period of time. Let's say we're planning for the 2020 year. What do we want to be at the end of 2020? And what are the tools that we think we need to use to get there? And we'll get to that in a moment. So um, it's time to start planning. So we go through where we want to be. We talk about where we think about that. And then we say, all right, what does that look like in terms of, you know, let's put it into steps. What is a step-by-step process to get from where you are, from where your business is right now to where you want it to be? And planning doesn't actually take that long, at least not in the, in the, you know, that 30,000 foot view, um, you know, maybe a few hours a, a day, you know, split it up because, I think there's a lot of value in, in putting some notes together and then getting back to them, but it doesn't take a long time necessarily to put together a cogent plan or an idea of where you want to be at the end of a given year. And then you can step back and say, all right, what are the tools we need to get to that point? All right. So once we've figured out, we took the time, we're going to find out what, um, uh, what we want from our business. And, and now it's time to figure out what tools can be used to get there. Um, hold on a second. I made a confusing note here. That's what you get for procrastinating for audio listeners. I will cut this out. Um, all right. So the, the next step is we've got a plan. We figured out what we want to do, where we want to be at the end of a given time period. And then we have to figure out what tools and what marketing practices are and sales practices are going to get us to that goal. And it may just not be marketing and sales. There could be product development that even as a service-based business, you may have to do product development to get your business in a position to uh, achieve the goals that you want by the end of a given period. So you may not have a service offering that actually does what you want or what you think your customer wants. And so we have to figure out how to, how to do that. And so you may have to actually develop a different service model, a different product, um, a different, um, you may need different resources. Then it's time to, to start designing your sales pipeline around achieving 
the goals that you set for yourself. So we know what we want to do by the end of 2020. And we have gone through the steps we think, the products we think that are going to get us there. Um, and for example, you go back to, let's say you're that coffee shop and, and uh, the you want a new revenue stream or you need to bring people in. And instead of buying black coffee like I do, you need them to buy uh, either a larger coffee or a, a uh, fancier coffee, a caramel something, whatever. Um, well, what if you don't have a recipe for a fancier coffee? What if your choices in your shop, and this is just for example, um, figuratively, what if your choices are simply black coffee or coffee with cream? If you need to charge twice that for that cup of coffee and you need to provide additional value for that, then you may have to actually develop that product uh, so that you can offer it and and then work towards achieving those goals. So there there is potentially work across the entire organization from product development to customer service to marketing and sales, whether that's 10 people or one person, the, each of those disciplines has to be addressed as you go forward in order to achieve that, that result. So then we design, like I said, we design the sales and marketing pipeline to achieve that by uh, figuring out what tools will promote the products that we want to sell the most and also attract the audience that will be interested in those products the most and also convert our current customers to buying those products. Um, and then as you go forward, you have to measure the results and tweak the system as required. So there's not a whole lot to, uh, in terms of me talking, there's not a whole lot to talk about um, in the general sense. In, and, and that's all I wanted to cover today was kind of the general idea of, do we really have to grow in, in this traditional sense of just basically attracting more customers or can we do it in a way that's more intentional that allows us to, to gain the growth that will achieve the needs that we have as small business owners? And that's what I think is really more important than just this random number that, you know, well, I'll be satisfied when growth is $10 million or $1 million or whatever. Um, what, but what if that number doesn't actually correlate to what you want as a small business owner. So that's, that's the general principle is we just want to, to identify where we want to be, decide what kind of growth model is going to achieve that goal and then design our sales pipeline to make that happen, to sell those products or achieve those targets. And, uh, so the practical action for us this week is just to simply sit down and figure out where do we want to be? You know, what does growth mean or not even what does growth mean? What does being in business in December of 2020 mean to me as a small business owner? And then stepping back and saying, what is going to help me get there? What growth tools are going to help me achieve that result? 
And then what marketing and sales tools, what product pipeline or what sales pipeline is going to help that growth occur. So there's kind of a three-step process. Determine where you want to be, what type of growth is going to help you get there, whether that's product development growth or uh, shifting customer base or changing customer buying habits, what kind of growth is going to help us get there, and then what marketing tools are going to be valuable in helping achieve that growth model. So those are the three things that we want to do. And um, I don't have a whole lot uh, of other stuff to to talk about today. So um, the next week, I don't have, uh, for episode 33, I don't have any anything set up yet. Um, it will be Thursday at 10 o'clock, so I can't tease, tease the, the show yet, um, but I will put a slide up in the next day or so um, on the YouTube channel to uh, once I've decided what to do. And um, I can tell you that it will not be related to COVID-19. Um, there's plenty of people talking about that already. So uh, if this was helpful to you, please subscribe to the Beyond 50% YouTube channel and check out up and to the right, uh, we're here weekly. Um, you can hit the bell thing to uh, be notified when we go live or when new content is updated. Uh, as always, the show notes are available at beyond50percent.com, and this one will be B50, uh, the short URL will be b50p.info forward slash uattr032. And uh, if you could use some help, if you're thinking, well, what does my growth model need to look like? And you could use some help with that, please contact us at 970-218-2018 or go.beyond at b50p.com. If you have any questions or if you'd like to suggest a topic for the Up and to the Right live stream, please uh, go ahead and send those to q.a at b50p.com. And finally, I'd like to thank you for watching today. Uh, stay healthy, stay safe, and take care of each other.